I cannot handle the fucking chair squeaking. Kill my... I think I want to, like, fucking execute. This is fucking dumb. Stool life. Oh, are you on... Have you been on the stool the entire time we've recorded this podcast? Mm-hmm. Red leather, yellow leather. Red, yellow, leather... Lo- fuck. Man, that new fucking taco restaurant. When our town sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode four. And Jack and I are right in front of energy drinks, and I have that, and gummies. They're not that kind of gummies. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pop one in. They're not drugs. They're, what are they called? Punched. You open it, just a fist comes out and decks you (laughs) right in the face. Oh, shit. They should put a warning label on that shit. They really should. I can taste the caffeine. Yeah? What's it taste like? Death. (laughs) It's like I just got punched in the fucking face. That's what it tastes like. Since the last time we were here, I think we all remember Samuel's words of <laughs> miss the gym on arm day. On arm day? Arm day? Guess what I did? The exact ne- next day. Yep, literally the day the after. night after recording. He so here's the thing. To the gym. A life lesson for all of you. Don't sleep with your phone if you have to wake up in the morning. What happened to me was I moved my pillow over my phone while I was sleeping. And then I couldn't hear any of my alarms, so I woke up around 7, which is where I'm supposed to meet. I told him, gotta hold me to this shit. I got a nice little smack for that one. I did, I slapped him right across his face. There we go. His beautiful, chiseled face. <laughs> so we missed the gym, which is bullshit, but like, you know, whatever. <laughs> How long did we miss? We missed our cardio part. It was about 40 minutes. Oh no, late. we missed cardio. Oh no! <laughs> oh. How inconvenient Me was that? Me internally just <laughs> accepting my fate. Watching TikToks in the parking lot. <laughs> Recommended for persons 18 years or older. What the fuck are they putting in rains, bro? I thought it was supposed to be good for you. It's also 8.25 p.m. And I don't know if 300 milligrams of caffeine is a great idea. But we're, we're starting off. We're really tired. So we we're, were starting exhausted. off with that. And then we'll just keep drinking them as the podcast goes on. And hopefully in like an hour... As we're getting near wrapping up recording, we'll just be spouting off the most random, bullshit, crazy sentences we can get out of ourselves. I Um, hope so. I mean, I'm already feeling it kicking in. You guys, I don't know if you guys knew this little known fact. Um, I am ADHD off of the charts, and so was my main man over here across from me. When they did the test when I was a child with a therapist, with all the... That, that little laptop that pulled up, and you had to click the space bar whenever X popped up, and I sucked at it. And it turns out, the test had to stop. Hey, it's uh, me, Samuel, from the future while editing this. Um, it has come to my attention that past me did not connect the ADHD and caffeine parts. It connects because I was very hyperactive during the shoot. Thank you for your time. Because my ADHD defeated it. So they made me do <clears throat> testing when I was little on an iPad, and I'm like sitting there typing everything in. And I was like, what's the point of this? And then you're like, oh, it's just so we can, you know, check and see where you're at. I'm like, all right. And I, I got bored halfway through, handed the iPad back to the lady, and then I took a box of pencils that was on her desk and rubber bands, and I started making a catapult out of <laughs> pencils and rubber bands. And so Smart I didn't have to catapult. finish the rest of the test. Well, you had to lay siege to Rome. Yes. Somehow, damn it. They had to get that shit done. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck the Romans. Actually, yeah, fuck those guys. Any they Romans Jesus. listening? We'd love to have you on the podcast. Any Romans in church? Julius Caesar, if you're there. Yeah. Slide up, bro. Yeah. So hopefully by the time this episode launches, we will have new social medias out. It'll be TikTok, Instagram, and... About it. Maybe Twitter. <laughs> maybe Twitter. If Elon Musk <laughs> buys Twitter, 
<laughs> speaking of Elon, speaking of Elon Musk bought what nine percent of Twitter a couple weeks ago, right? After right. that poll of the thing, and then today he said, "I'm just gonna buy all of Twitter," and he offered him like forty three billion dollars, like it was pocket change. What a uh, fucking legend, bro! He uh, just said, "I'm gonna just buy Twitter." Then the whole thing, yeah. Wasn't there like a little dispute, like with the with the board or something? I, what I happened there? No, I, I I think he was just saying basically the gist of his message to the board was, "Hey." Nothing's really going to happen the way it should unless the company goes private. So I'm just going to buy the company and make it. So, yeah, basically he said to the board, um, uh, yeah, so basically he said, fuck. Yeah, so basically he said. (laughs) 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 So, So. So basically, he said to the board, like, hey, nothing's really going to happen the way that it needs to unless the company goes private. So he's just like, hey, I'll just give you $43 billion by every share in the company and then just, you know, it'll be mine. I'd take it. What a fucking legend, dude. Like, actually, no, let's make a Twitter because if Elon Musk buys Twitter, we have to. We have to be on that Elon, you are the reason that we're making a Twitter account. But yeah, go follow us. We're going to pull up the handles for you because companies frown upon you, apparently using swear words um, as your company logo. So uh, <laughs> bullshit, by the way. Right. Um, it's just the name of a show. TikTok doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I named our TikTok account Beanie Bitches Podcast without the star because it wouldn't let me put in the okay, star. So yeah, uh, it's uh, Beanie underscore bitches, full word, underscore then podcast. So yeah, you can go and check out um, our TikTok I don't know if anything will be posted by the time this comes out, but... I, I had an idea. We'll find out. Yeah. So anyway, Brunov. 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 My man. I, I am so lucky I got to meet you at VR Chat. Yeah, tell The other me day about I, was, I, was breeding, I was trying to brainstorm some ways I can bring our name out there because, you know, trying to do some shameless advertising. I like looked over at my VR headset and I thought, you know what, man, it's not time for games, okay? I got to really dig deep. I really got to figure this out. And then I went, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if I advertised in the fucking metaverse? And then I did. Everyone, you know, I, I was expecting a lot of no's, but everyone inside of VR chat was just like, hell yes. Then out of nowhere, this man in a crusader uniform walks up to me in VR chat. His name is Brunoff. I'm like, huh. He approached me, said Lord Schnoodle. And then, you know, we kind of went aside. We talked for a little bit. We discussed a game plan, so we joined forces. I watched nearly all of your videos, Brunoff. It is insane that you don't have more clout than you already have, but we hope to see that change, big man. Thank you for being so supportive. Attention, clout directory. (laughs) We would like to sign a petition to get Brunoff more clout. Yes. Shout out to Brunoff. Shout out to Brunoff. Um, If you want to check out his channel on YouTube, which I highly recommend i thought this was going to be one of those like kind of upstarting content creators no i was impressed by his editing he really puts his videos together well but uh if you want to look him up on youtube it's b-r-u-n-a-u-l-f go ahead and search him up and have yourself a good time yeah dude solid really good content really great guy too right but anyway what the fuck (laughs) go ahead and rate our podcast what are all of you doing at home i know a lot of you are listening to us on your car rides that's great um, get your phone out while you're driving while you're driving and stop paying and attention to the road. Give us a five star review on Spotify. What's so difficult about right. that? It's not that hard. It's not that hard. And then DM us, follow us and then DM us on TikTok. Right. Do all this while you're driving, by the way. <laughs> I want some funny comments That's to be right. able to read. 
I want to do a funny comment thing. Let's do comment reviews. I want comment reviews. Okay. Yes. DM reviews. We're going to have DM reviews. So go DM us on TikTok. Random bullshit. Random bullshit. We probably don't even have cover art or anything yet, but I want them. Okay. So the TikTok <laughs> is made. Go DM us so that we can read your funny DMs. That's right. Well, that kind of brings us now. We're gonna we're gonna jump in. This is just a hard segue, real hard. <laughs> like this is this is Johnny Sin's penis hard segue. <laughs> like, well, I mean, to be fair, we did put this together five minutes ago. Yeah, we really did. Um, but we actually, again, unlike episode two, uh, we have stuff written down. We are prepared. So uh, we're gonna talk to you guys about uh, some of our high school shenanigans, where we got up to way too many shenanigans and not enough trouble. Not trouble at all. Um, the Not stuff that little. we did was was just light enough to fly under the radar, but the school resource officer did know me by name. That that's about it. Cool dude. Cool, great guy. Probably some of the biggest ones are on uh, on our Disney trip. Yeah. Uh, when we went with uh, our school, we'll have a whole separate episode for that. I don't know when it'll be. We kind of have to collect up as much thought process on that as we can because there's a lot to go over in there. That Disney that might trip be a can one take to two up. episode or yeah, a special. Right. Um, I explicitly remember a taste of some of our high school shenanigans. A literal taste. Oh. <laughs> this man ate paper. <laughs> I did. I ate paper directly in front of um, one of the aides in the, the library. Or, right. I'm sorry, media center or student union, whatever. Right, right. Made us call it. Samuel gets up and notices that one of our aides will call, we'll call her... Um, Jeanette. Jeanette. Yep. That works. Jeanette left her desk unattended. Now, now... This is now this is a study hall period, okay? Her own fault. Her own fault. Um yes, there are cameras everywhere, but I didn't care. Okay, this desk was unattended and I wanted to be, you know, being the the responsible person I am, I took over. So I stood up and I'm like, "You know what? No, I didn't even say anything. I just sat in the chair. I started stapling random papers together and writing passes. And what do you know? A kind gentleman named Jack approaches my desk. He says, "I would like a pass, please, so I could exit the school." I said, "Of course." What's that first name? Then he spelled it out for me. I was like, spell that, honey. And he did. I wrote it all down. And I was like, uh, when are you leaving? He said, now. I said, when are you coming back? He said, never. And that's what I wrote down. So I handed it off to him. And from there, to appease my great brand new library aide in the first five minutes of his job, <laughs> I decided to do a lap of this library, you know, go up and then come around and, and come back down and, and then approach the desk again, just, you know, for, for funs and gigglesies, right? Continue the bit. I was gone for maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, no, I look up and I just see this army of media center aides. Led by Jeanette. <laughs> coming over to the desk that I'm sitting at, and I go, oh boy. And then I see Jack circling the corner, and he's coming up to me as well, and I'm like, it's about to go down. So they walk up to the desk, and they're like, hey, what are you doing? I said, your job. <laughs> <laughs> I did do their job. I was doing it beautifully. Yeah, better than them. Better than them. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you got cameras and all that. You could prove it, okay? I did your job for you. So then they approached Jack, and they're they're bamboozled by all of this. They don't know what to say. Right. Okay, this guy has a pass to exit. I signed it, and it's not legitimate, but the fact that I did it was just... Beyond their level of comprehension yeah. that we could break <laughs> the fourth wall like that. Um, so I, I come back into the situation and then now I'm, you know, kind of standing there. So I decide, oh, I'll just sit back down, whatever Samuel's getting yelled at, but yeah, that, that happens. And so I sit back down and, uh, Jeanette looks at me and goes, what is that? And I was like, oh, well, Samuel being the, you know, great brand new library aide that he is, uh, has written me a pass <laughs> to, to never leave, come back, to never come back. And she said, give it to me. And in my 
bright moment of brilliance, I looked her dead in the eyes and I said, no. And then Jeanette, he fucking ate it. Well, before I ate it, Jeanette looks at me and says, what did you say? And I was like, well, I said no. And I was like, oh, confidence. Here it is. And then she tried to reach for it. And she said, give it to me. And when she reached for it, my first instinct was to put the slip of paper, which was like the size of a sticky note, in my mouth, chew it, and swallow. And I stared Jeanette dead in the eyes as I did this. Discarded the evidence. Hit her with a good old gulp and sat back, witnessed a look of shocked horror on her face and everybody witnessing. Which, I don't, it's paper. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. You know, but I think I, it was more the fact that you just said no and then ate the evidence that they were demanding from you. Right. And I they really look over at the no. desk, still in their desk. They didn't know what to do. And so Jeanette, shocked, dumbfounded, and probably concerned for my health and well-being, <laughs> looked at me and said, please just never do that again. Right. And that was the end of it. That was the end of it. When did I go back to my seat? I don't even remember that. I don't know. Probably after that. Yeah. We also started a whole riot in that same library. Yes, we did. It was quite the shenanigan. People screaming. Clapping. Clapping. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I had wound up uh, giving a speech to a friend of ours. That's right. And why it's okay to be gay and why you are allowed to, you know, choose or be born that way or, or whatever, right? And it's totally fine. So I get done giving this speech. I won't get into the speech because it was long. Like, this was probably 15 minutes. But I'm a loud person, just in general. And a vulgar you know? person at that. Right, and a fairly vulgar person. That's uh, right. Like my diction and how I speak to a group of people or to a particular person in an open setting like that. So here I am screaming about this. And I end on a big triumphant note. And immediately after I'm done, I just hear... starts going hog wild in this library <laughs> and there's probably i don't know maybe 100 120 kids yeah in that library right more or less 120 kids that just cheering whistling clapping screaming was it an actual riot no okay they were they were well behaved for the most part. for that moment yeah like for the <laughs> beginning of it and so then comes out like the head librarian she's like no 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 not janet different lady yeah uh, she's like no 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 everybody be quiet and then they start chanting, like hitting the desks and the couches and things. And boom, boom, fuck you, boom, boom, <laughs> fuck you, boom, boom, fuck you. I didn't start that, okay? Let me preface with, I did not condone the behavior no. of these children. I merely gave them a figure to look onto, <laughs> but I, I didn't give them the idea nor the authority to talk like that. It worked. But then they were all very, very loud, and she right. was trying to regain control of the media center, and this motherfucker looks, and he looks those, and, and, and just to, to show his sign of power, raises his hands up, and then waves them back like, stop talking, stop yelling. You know, he gives the hand signal for everyone to be quiet, and they fucking do. And that was it. And I looked at her, and I said, you're just not doing it right. <laughs> you have to have the respect right. of the people. While we're on the topic of high school and shenanigans, and... I would say that Samuel and I are fairly creative people, right? We take a creative approach to most of what we do. I'd um, say so. Right. And it's, I, you know, I'm not a very analytical person. I, I would say I'm logical and rational, right? Mm -hmm. And I use that to, like, make a lot of decisions. I am not. But I <laughs> not at all. Um, but in, a, in the best way possible. Right. Um, so I take, like, my logic and I try to apply that to as best of an outcome as I can, whether, you know, as creative as, as I can get it. But high school in America, is not designed for creative people. 
No. It's not. It's not. The amount of, of, of testing, I mean, that's all it was. It was just preparing for one test and then the next test and the next test. It was memorization for the next test and the next test and the next test. And guess it what was, happened after that test? You forgot the fucking information. Right. Because now you're learning about the next test. Right. Because you weren't built right. to understand it or apply it in a way that, that means something to you. You just have to pass. Right. You just had to get the number on the piece of paper that made the school look good. And right. then after that, right, you would just be free to and you know deal with it about as you please. How reliable is that? Okay, because these schools are competing for these things. Let's not forget about that. They want these these super high ratings to show like, hey, 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 my 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 students, they're the brightest. They're the smartest. Funding. They have all that. Here's your funding. But all of your tests are coded in a specific way. You have to, there's a certain order to it, right? right? C, B, A, or whatever. And then there's, you know, it's a fill-in-the-blank kind of thing. That is so easy to cheat on. And people have cheated. I cheated my entire way. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say it right now. You hear that ACT? You you hear that shit? (laughs) The ACT, the SAT, they're all logic-based tests. Like, if you're 25 and you go back and you take the ACT, I'm willing to bet you get a 35 or a 36. Also, halfway through, I just get really, really bored. And I just start filling in bubbles. Right. So how is that a true measure? Now, is that technically my fault? Maybe a little bit. But... I was bored. I didn't want to be in that classroom. Even now, I did college for for a semester. I did really, really well. Right. I got through a year and a half pretty much of business school. Yeah. And I hated it. I didn't like to to be in a controlled environment. And I was free. I was doing class online. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. But now I'm worried about... And I did learn some things I needed to learn in business. Right. I did. Right, right, right. Absolutely. But... I'm also taking math. Right. I'm also taking English. Right. If you had low test scores like I did, they'd say, hey, write us an essay or take this math So thing. placement so testing. Can, yeah, stuff. placement yeah. testing. That's yeah, what yeah. it was. I did terrible in math. No surprise to anybody that knows me. I did horrible in math. But I excelled in English. I got the top score that you can get. Why am I taking an English course? Right. I, I excelled. Right. You need the credit maybe, but like, can't I get credited? This is... And, and this is the, the thing I, I want to preface with is education is a good thing. I actually recommend that most people go to college. However, it's that area beforehand as well, right? Where like your high school, you're four years through there. Um, when you're, you know, in at least where we're from, we had ninth through uh, 12 in one building. So freshman, right. sophomore, junior, senior. What I don't understand is why schools are so ill-prepared. I can give or take on like some life skills, you know, here or there. Like you don't really need to learn how to balance a checkbook anymore. Now, personal finance, as far as like how not to just be stupid with your money, that's something we had. Right. And a lot of the we people did that we went that. to high school with that complain about that. I was in that class with them and I, I watched them sleep through the whole thing. So like that's their fault. That financial right? literacy, yeah, very helpful course. Right. I actually needed to know, it taught you how to write a check and it, it did bring, hey, these are the basic ways to handle your finances. Right. That's fantastic. But guess what? It's there for half of a year. It's right. not important. Right. It's not important. It's it's not instilled into you. It's one of those like things, algebra. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Algebra. And then I'm doing algebra two and I'm doing trigonometry and geometry and calculus and calculus two. And like we had the benefit of going to a, I would say a nicer public school yeah. that had a lot of available programs. We were lucky. But mm-hmm. it was so difficult to actually manage those with any other form of schooling that it was it was near impossible to have a creative outlet through school. Mm. And I worked when I was in high school, 35 to 40 hours a week. And I would um, have one of those early release times. So I would get to school about seven in the morning and then go until like 12.30 and then I would work at one o'clock and I would work from like one to nine. I was one of those students where if it was not interesting to me, guess right, what? I didn't want to do it. I'm not doing it. Right. Math as a whole is not interesting to me. I mean, you you can, if I look back all the way until elementary school, okay, 
I struggled with math all the way, all the way back then, all right. the way up until today. I right. probably can't. I can do some simple algebra problems, right? Right. But I don't have interest in it, and I know I'm not going to use that. It's not necessary for everybody. Like, and that's why I'm a big fan of, like, trade school and stuff as well. If you want to become a welder or a plumber or an electrician, do it. Our school had this program Where you that you could learn for, like, a trade school. Right? I didn't do that with one. because I didn't like the crowd that was associated with it. Here's that other problem. Is the social effect of it's things. It's a negative, right? It's like a it's negative thing. It's still in your brain that it's a negative. And everyone, like, I've even seen teachers treating, like, kids from that from that kind of, because you still had to have both. You still had to go right. to, to that uh, school. Let's say if you're going to be a welder, you'd still go to welding school, but you'd also have to come back for high school. And a lot of those kids would come back in the, like, what was it, the middle of the day? They were kind of put on the side by a lot of the teachers. They right. weren't as important. Right. And I didn't was, want to be roped in with that. Right. And, and whether it was purposeful, like, discriminating between them or, or not, right, it still had the same effect. Yeah. You know, it, it still kind of shows, like, oh, well, I don't want to be associated with that, so maybe I won't go to trade school. And that was the biggest thing for me is I, I did care, ironically, <laughs> I did care a little bit about self-image in right. high school, and I didn't. I didn't like the whole idea of it. Now there are programs in place to help me. I, I did have a special education plan. I wasn't I right. Know. You don't have uh, any any learning disabilities besides your ADHD. I mean right. myself as well. But it, it was more like how how easy is that to control, right? Because right. I mean, there's special education plans to where you can excel at like certain things, and just your brain doesn't understand math. Yeah. But you could be really good at history. Mm-hmm. But our our education system doesn't support that. You have to be really good at everything mm-hmm. in order to get to that point. And I didn't want to. Soon I, I looked at the format of how things were going and I said, okay, well, if you do really well in math, okay, we're going to take you to the next harder level of math. I'm already struggling in Algebra 1. Right. All right, why, why would I want to get myself and motivate myself to a calculus level? Right. Why would I want that? I gave up. Halfway through through my school year, I said, I'm, not, I'm just not going to do this shit. And, and if some of you listening are doing that right now, I still made it out just fine. Yeah, I mean, I graduated. I graduated, yeah. I didn't do great in high school. No, I didn't do great now, in I don't want to blame all that on like, oh, I just didn't care, okay, because mm-hmm. I didn't. But there were also a lot of parts where I could have put in work and I didn't, mm-hmm. uh, just out of pure laziness. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just didn't want to do it. I, I did not want to do it. Yeah. I, I did not want to go to school every day. I just hate being in, in such a controlled environment where... You, you don't have any sort of personal liberty. Right. And, and I get it. For for the most part, in high school, you're, you're a child. Literally, according to the law, you, you are, are a, a child. child. And there are thousands right. of children in, in one, one building, space, And you right. have to control that. Right. I, I get that. I understand that. And, yeah. and a lot of the times, children are hard to control. Right. Like teenagers, things like that, especially young adults. I could leave work whenever I wanted to go get food. Like, I, I had the option to just say, okay, well, I'm going to be back in 30 minutes, you know, and I'll, I'll clock out and I'll clock back in. Can't do that in school in America. Even if you're 18. Right. The amount of horrendous, like, it baffled me to where I would try and sign myself out of that building to go to, like, a dentist appointment that I couldn't change, right? It's, like, the only available time or drop my car off at the dealer to, like, get work done. It, it baffled me the amount of times when I was in high school and was 18 of them threatening to, like, have me detained in the school <laughs> by the resource officer to not let me leave. It's ridiculous. As an adult. I'm like, You're, well, yeah. that's just prison. Like, right. that's literally <laughs> prison. Right. And, and don't get me wrong. The schooling situation in the U.S. is getting better, um, but I don't think it's just it's not there yet. Right. There's a lot of people that are making impactful things. I, and I know a lot of future educators that are currently in school for going to that. And a lot of people that are already educators that I respect wholly. Right. Except for a particular counselor when I was in high school. <laughs> 
I remember that. I won't say your name, but I just bought a house. <laughs> that was one of the things, too. When I was 18 years old, I was a senior. Whenever I asked, to go to, hey, can I go to the bathroom? No. Who the fuck are you to tell me no? Yeah, that like, I can't what do you want me to do? Bathroom? Shit my pants right here? I should have. I should have shat on the ground. Before the whole COVID thing, yeah. being sick and like missing school was like illegal. That was a big no-no. Right. Like, At least where we were. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you miss one day of school, you come back and you have like 30 assignments. And you're like, I don't think that's how that works. And then, mm. and then they were like, teachers were angry right. about it too. Some, some of them, not all of them, right, right, obviously. Right. But some of them would be like, man, well, that's what happens when you miss a day. You don't take sick days. You've never been sick once in your life. Right. Must be drinking their elderberry syrup. Right. How many yeah. substitute teachers have I had in here this year? <laughs> like, oh, that's a great point. There would just be days where it's like, oh, well, I had to take my son or daughter to blah, blah, blah. And so you had a sub. And it's like, oh. Right. But I can't so, take a shit. Right. And yeah. I can't take a day. Like, I can't take a shit. And I, you know what I mean? Like, not only can I not take a day off if I want to. Yeah. But I can't use the bathroom when I but want I to. But I can't poop when I, like, <laughs> yeah. physically, when I have a physical need right. to relieve myself, I can't do that. Remember how tough it was? I was scarred one time when I, when I was when I went to the bathrooms to take a dump, and it was in the seventh grade. In those upstairs bathroom, you, you know, buildings. We went down to, yeah. The building is not there anymore. <laughs> um, the school that we went to has been torn down and turned into a parking lot, and it was like well over a hundred years old when we were there. Like, like it was already breaking down when we. were It was in. breaking down really bad, and like there was one day where the ceiling in the of our music room, room yeah. collapsed while we were having class. We were we were orchestra geeks, but we yeah, were proud we were. of it. And we and randomly while playing our pieces, there would just be this invasion of centipedes that would just storm. It the was music a room. war. We would Jack and I would stand up and then just beat the hell out of all of them and yeah. go back to playing music. It was a great time. It was a fantastic time. Fantastic. But the, yeah, the ceiling would just randomly just say nah, and yeah, then like drop it, off. We had like ceiling tiles that went, and then like one day the entire like little drop ceiling structure and everything just fell on us while we were while we were practicing. Right. It was fantastic. Thank God I was a great violinist. Get all the way up to the top, so I missed day. it. <laughs> it was a great day. I used to have a lot of uh, gastro problems in those times. My stomach just was messed up, and I've had tummy that. troubles. I've had that issue since I was a baby, but I would get sick frequently throughout the day, and I'd go to the nurse's office after filling up their toilets with vomit and being like, hey, I'm like really sick, and they're like, mm, how sick? Here's a nice pack. He's a nice pack, asshole. Speaking of the nurse's office, this dude, Jack right here, <laughs> he would dress up as a character that he called Captain Condom. And then he grabbed a, a giant handful, like a giant scoop of condoms from the nurse's office, because you can do that. They're free. You can. By they? the way, if you're in high school <laughs> and you didn't know that, uh, most schools have those available for you. How many use. of those did you use? Zero. <laughs> I was what we call a loser. He's a modest man. I, I yeah, I, I I never used any of them. Um, nor would I a hundred percent trust them. But if you're in high school, <laughs> it's better than nothing, and it's free. Well, every time he saw a couple in the hallway, he would just say he would take one of the condoms oh, yeah. and just would, throw it I'd at throw them. Throw it at them and say, "Stay safe out there, kids." Captain Condom away. <laughs> Wrap it before you. Tap I wound it. up giving them to our principal. As a gift. <laughs> I want to talk about the watermelon story. A very large portion of my working life has been devoted to a farmer's market. Mm -hmm. And I love it. And we had these watermelons that are delicious, by the way, from Florida. And uh, they were mini ones, but, they, you know, still de decently sized. And one day I decided just to bring a whole one to school. I was like, I'm just going to take this with me. And I did. Um, <laughs> and I still have the video, I think. Of I, I walked up to the lunch aides. And I was like, hey, I have a watermelon here. Can you store this until it's time for lunch? And they're like, you got it, sweetie. 
They were the best. And they, they put were, my watermelon the lunch, in the fridge. Okay, difference between lunch aids and the, like the study hall aids at the school that we went to, ridiculous. That gap was huge in attitude, <laughs> right? I loved both of them. Right. You know, but like the lunch aides were just the kindest people. Anyway, I'm sorry. I continue. You're good. You had a point. They were the best. Lunchtime came around. I walked over and I said, hey, I'm going to need that watermelon. They're like, here you go. I was like, perfect. So I walk over to my friend's table and then I realize, I'm like, how am I going to cut this? So to all of you dumbasses that don't know, weapons are not allowed in school. <laughs> right. But I walked up to the, um, to the lunch aid. I went back in there and I said, hey, I need something to cut this with. And this woman, as kind as she was and as trusting as she was, handed me the largest butcher knife that they had in their stock. I swear it was just a machete. I was a minor. <laughs> and they're like, here you go. And um, so here I am walking like, like this is the entire cafeteria is right. filled. And we went to an American high school, right? Where this is like a big no-no. <laughs> and I'm just walking through this crowd of people with one hand a watermelon and another hand a fucking machete. <laughs> it was and, huge. <laughs> and I placed it down on the table and I just started cutting. I was responsible about it. And then again, the army of AIDS just <laughs> charged me. What are you doing? Where'd you get that knife? I said, they gave it to me. I pointed it over at the lunchroom. I'm like, they gave it to me. So she said, give me the knife. I will cut the watermelon. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and return this knife. I said, great. So after that period, the watermelon was delicious, by the way. But after that period was over, I skipped my study hall and went back into lunch because Jack had that lunch and the assistant principal was waiting for me she knew i would skip and she was waiting for me in the lunchroom they knew us so well yeah (laughs) (laughs) and she was like hey samuel why don't you come over here for a minute and i was like okay and they were and she was in the kitchen part of the cafeteria where all the lunch ladies were and she was like without pointing tell me who gave you the knife and i did point at the woman and i said her (laughs) 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 fucking snitch dude (laughs) look no one said that we weren't like horrendous snitches. I don't want to be like, I'm not like a snitch, but if you fuck up, I'm going to let everybody know. Except for you, little toe. Except for you, little toe. We'll You're safe you. with us. Yeah. <laughs> we got little toe. Joiner Lucas, we got your back. Yo, Gotti, we have your back. Eminem, always. God. God, we have your back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's right. Jesus, I got your back. back. You don't have our back. I have your back. <laughs> I'm the one watching your back. <laughs> I got your six. Jesus, Tango's 10 o'clock. Could you imagine Jesus being on SEAL Team 6 and killing Osama bin Laden? He probably was in another universe. Like, instead of Jesus coming down, like, way back when, in another universe, he came around and, like... Or, like, the second coming of Christ is he's just a badass and he, like, kicks ass with SEAL Team 6. He would need to be. After what humans did last time, he better come back as a badass. Jesus Christ, an American hero. Uh, Pointed at the lady and she said thank you, and then I, I haven't seen that lady since. Yeah, I think she. I think, I think they, they, they took her out back and <laughs> they like, fucking shot her. her. <laughs> Firing squad, but it was a good watermelon though. It was fucking fire. I saved some for Jack. Yeah, it was a great watermelon. Delicious watermelon. Delicious watermelon. Watermelon's really good for you. It is good for you. It's also good for your dick, man. It's not a joke. Eat your Brussels sprouts. sprouts eat your spinach. And your watermelon. Get enough vegetables in your life. Make sure you're having healthy enough food. And speaking of healthy enough food... Check out AffinitySupplements.com. Pick yourself up a tub of their new protein powder. This shit's awesome, right? They got chocolate flavor right now. I put that shit in my oat milk. I put it in coffee. Make like mocha chinos. It's not only like whey and pea protein powder, but it's also like a slew of other, like there's goji berry in there, there's blueberry powder in there. It's it's healthy for you. Not only is it, you know, a protein meal supplement, right? Meal replacement. 
uh, it's also like having a multivitamin every morning. And oh, it's yeah. a drink, and it's delicious, and it's filling. So I have one every morning after we go to the gym. Yep. And it's great. I so, snort it after the gym. Yeah, bump I it like it a line of Coke, dude. Just oh, fucking. I got to get, get my B vitamins somehow, man. Yeah. If you look on the label, there's just a slew of B vitamins it's, necessary. It's kind of ridiculous. Need. It's amazing. I'm impressed. I didn't know they could pack all that into a powder. Yeah, right. Right. The powder I'm used to just gives me a quick high. Right, like everything. Not a long-term one. <laughs> <laughs> but if you use code BEANIES when you check out B-E-A-N-I-E-S, then you'll get 5% off. So take the 5%, and that's a lifetime code. So take the 5% every single time you check out. If you're looking for something to replace your you know, current protein powder with, check it out. <laughs> and it's an easy promo code to remember. It's easy. It's beanies. It's beanies. literally that's part of our name. That's the whole point of our fucking operation. <laughs> Speaking of health food, let's take it to unhealthy food for a second and another one of our high school stories. Taco Bell Diablo sauce. Hell yeah. Delicious. A little spicy. Nutritious. Put it on everything. <laughs> Right? You can eat the sauce packets by themselves. You can put it on a quesarito, which you can only get in the app or online now, which is bullshit, Taco Bell. Mom, I know you're listening. Taco Bell does not owe us money for that. Taco Bell <laughs> owes us no money. Actually, they should owe me money for the emotional damages caused when they took the quesarito off of their fucking drive through menu. <laughs> Do you have any idea how much bullshit that is? But then anyway. y'all bring back the nacho fries like we give a fuck. Right. I mean, they're good. They're good. Fuck you, Taco Bell. Fuck you, Taco Bell. Not really, though. Like, I mean, if you want to sponsor, like, if you want to sponsor us, Taco Bell, we really wouldn't like, say no. I really would accept it. We actually really like you, Taco Bell. If you want to sponsor me to talk shit about you too, like, I'll do whatever. I'll do anything for money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they offered me something I couldn't refuse. <laughs> me, like five minutes ago, man. Our our school system can't provide me with any kind of knowledge or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, man, I'll do anything for money. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I go to our local Taco Bell. This is where the Diablo sauce comes into play. And I asked for an illegal amount of taco sauce. That's how I phrased it. I said, how much Diablo sauce do you have? They said, how much do you need? And I said, I want an illegal amount. So you know those big bags that they have? Like when you order a fucking like party box, it comes in that giant bag. They oh, yes. filled like three of those and gave them to me. Fucking glorious. Now, nice work, Taco Bell. I did not have this plan in mind, what I was going to do with these, my diabolical plan for these sauces. When I went through the drive-thru, I just thought it'd be funny to have that much Taco Bell Diablo sauce trademarked. I took this Diablo sauce home with me, and I looked at it for probably a couple hours. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with all this Diablo sauce? And then I had an idea. I took everything out of my backpack for school, my textbooks, my notebooks, our laptop thing that they gave us, my water bottle everything. I took every, I emptied it devoid of anything school related as you should. And I filled it with Taco Bell Diablo sauce. And then the next day I went to school and I started handing out this, these sauce packets to every available person in my line of sight. To be clear, I didn't know about this. He didn't tell me about this. And I was super concerned of why I, I didn't know why I kept finding Diablo sauce everywhere. I fucking went. There was just Diablo sauce on the ground in the chairs on the desks, it became a problem. So for like three days, I brought backpackfuls of this stuff and just handed up by the handful to, to kids. Now, it got a little out of hand because I was just handing them out to anyone that asked or anyone that didn't ask so that they may receive a blessing from me. But we then started to find them in various places. They were inside desks. They were inside 
like not our desks. We didn't have drawers or anything. They were in like educators' desks. <laughs> they were in like the main offices. They were in lockers. Gyms. Lockers. They were duct taped to the walls. Like they they were everywhere. I'm talking thousands of Diablo sauce packets. Probably by the time I was done distributing them, <laughs> had just been strewn across this school <clears throat> to the point where we had to have an actual conversation. My principal. Still did not know that it was me to this day. But I was standing next to him, and he's like, he's holding a handful of these things. And he's like, someone keeps leaving these all around the school. Now, everybody has them. It's just some sort of joke or prank or blah, blah, blah. He was very upset. I had to stand next to him and listen to him talk about it with pockets and bag full to the brim of this sauce. Bro turned into Walter White. I was, <laughs> and the principal was right, Hank. Okay. Right. It was my, it, like, Diablo sauce was my meth. Okay, and everyone would come to me. Like, I, I was like the sauce father, right? You were, like, the, you were the main distributor. I w it was Scarface, and that was my Coke, and I was dealing to everybody. It just got ridiculous. Like, they were inside fridges, like, places where they shouldn't belong. Under toilet seats, they started doing the explosive packet thing, which I thought was a 90s trend, but I guess we were bringing it back. <laughs> bringing it back. Um, they were in sinks, like, literally, like, fl overflowing, like, clogging toilets. It was, it was insane. It was insanity. Like, pure... Scary. Like, domestic terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. And so, finally, they put a stop to it, and they managed to collect up like sauce packets and things like that uh, so that they could not be distributed any further. And I, I, I uh, neglected to bring any more with me after that. Now, I still had, don't get me wrong, I still had an emergency supply in my bag just in case. Do you still have them? I, I still have probably one to 200 Diablo sauce packets somewhere in a bin like gotta boxed go up back. in my garage. Gotta go back. We gotta like be visitors <laughs> and then just leave the entire bag somewhere. Yeah. Well, if you think about ghosting blasts from the past, I got a message from somebody at the high school after we graduated. This was like a year and a half to two years after we graduated. They went to move a ceiling tile to put something up. Like we had those drop ceilings and things. So you could like, they, you know, you do the paperclip trick and you do that in a string and like you hang the little like decorations for like a Christmas party. Not Christmas party, but decorations for like Christmas time. And Diablo sauce packets fell out of the ceiling. <laughs> And our city in these ceiling problems, man. Getting out of hand. Right. Like, it, it was... The legacy has survived. And they keep finding them, Yeah, apparently. They're going to. Over the they, school. Like, it's going to be the there until years. they knock that building down. Right. I'm yeah. pretty sure that there are some tucked in the walls. I know there actually are some in the walls. Because there was a small hole in one of the walls in our auditorium. And people were shoving them in there. So there will forever be Diablo sauce. Because they patched that hole after that. There are Diablo sauce packets in the walls of that school that will remain there until it is torn down. That's, You're welcome. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. You are welcome. It's time for our favorite rapper of the week. Swear to God, if you don't stop that shit, I'm going to come over there myself. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. This week... Uh, read it. Can you read that? It's tiny print. Uh, it's actually in Cantonese. I see. I'm also illiterate. <laughs> um, but it says here. Wait a minute. Let me take a little look at that. Yeah, here, here. You, you take a look at this. Okay. Oh, it's little toe. Oh, oh it's little toe. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations, little toe.
well done again. Um, I gotta say, the song, the song that did it for me this time around was Fuck Shit by Lil Toenail. Go ahead and check it out. It's a fantastic song. Fantastic song. It will get you, it'll get you going. He's a gut-wrenching, heart-pulling artist. artist. Yeah. He is. Really tugs at your heartstrings. I, I was a changed man after I heard Suck it's My motivational. Nuts. And we talked And we talked about discipline and motivation. I can have the discipline to get me in the gym. But the motivation... The motivation. You need that motivation that run, sometimes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what fuck shit is for. That's what fuck shit's for. Lil Toe will be number one rapper of the week, topping the charts every single week until we can get him here to be on the podcast. But you have to, I, have to, I challenge you, the audience, to leave a goddamn rating <laughs> and to spread this to as many of your friends, family members. I don't care if they're geriatric, if they're in a nursing home, and if, or if they have dementia. Hell, then maybe they'll get to listen to it over and over again. And it'll be a great experience every single time. Every single time. They'll have their mind blown by the same episode over and over. Who wouldn't want to listen to this shit? Who wouldn't want to? And, and Over I mean, and over again. Have you ever listened to something and gone, oh, that was so good, but I want to be able to listen to it again like it's the first time? I do that every Share single time, with man. with your dementia-riddled grandmother, and then it can come true. That reality can come true for her. I don't give a fuck. I want y'all to share it with dead people. Dig dead up people, the deceased. Alive people. I don't care. God, dead, send that people. shit to God. Send it. Take it to church. Yeah. Play it for your church. <laughs> In the middle of when the preacher is preaching. Spread the word. Just start playing the Beanie Spread Bitches podcast. The word. I can't guarantee that the favorite rapper of the week won't be Lil Toe <laughs> after he's on this podcast. Because for damn, we dude. know. If he comes here and he's even cooler in person. Which he probably is. Probably I've seen is. his interviews. He's really chill. Share this with everyone you know <laughs> so that we can get Lil Toe. It even rhymes. How can you argue with something that rhymes? You can't. You can't. In other words, go to school, maybe. Get educated, for sure. Don't borrow a knife in a public school and cut a watermelon up. Unless you really want to. Get some protein powder from Affinity Supplements and spread this to everyone that you possibly can and get them to rate it so that we can get Lil Toe on the podcast. Make them rate it. Make them. If they say, no, I'm not really feeling this, well, now it is your civil responsibility. It's your servant duty. That's right. To get them to rate the podcast. And if they don't, we expect you to take care of this problem. You know what to do. You know what to do. (laughs) All of y'all have a great night. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us. Thank you so much. We love you. And we love Lil Toe. And Lil Toe we trust. (laughs)